Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. There's no fear like losing a child, and that's just what happened here in our gospel this morning. Mary and Joseph lost track of Jesus. Mary and Joseph, they had made their yearly pilgrimage to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. And after the celebration, they began their journey home among family and friends. And they figured that their 12-year-old boy was in the caravan with them until the greater part of a day went by and they finally realized he was nowhere to be found. Like any parents, they must have been terrified. Well, they doubled back to Jerusalem to search for their boy Jesus. And only after three days did they finally find him. And where was he? He was in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. We call this day in the church year the Sunday of the boy Jesus in the temple. It's the only story we actually have of Jesus' boyhood, but we're not lacking anything here when it comes to learning who he is and what he's come to do for us. In this short little account, it's just jam-packed with rich theology about the temple and the church and the Father's business of our salvation. But before we get into all that good stuff, let's just take a moment actually to pause and to learn from the Holy Family in such a simple way. First off, Mary and Joseph, they brought their child to church. So let's think about that and reflect on that. It was their habit and it was their joy to do so. Likewise, it is our first duty as Christian parents that immediately after the birth of our children, we bring them to the holy baptism of Jesus. For he says, let the little children come unto me and do not forbid them, for of such belongs the kingdom of God. But of course, our work does not end there. Because when they are baptized, they then carry Jesus himself in their hearts. And then, like Mary and Joseph, we each have a little child, Jesus, in our home and in our arms. And besides nursing them and feeding them and bathing them and a thousand other little tasks, we teach our children the love of Jesus. And we teach our children the fear of God. Also that they can say, even as little ones, I believe that Jesus died for me and shed his blood on the cross for the forgiveness of my sins and that I am baptized. If Mary and Joseph carefully raised the holy child in whom the Lord had clothed with all of his glory, how much more should we recognize our holy calling from God to lead our children to into the house of the Lord. Now, parents, of course, do not ultimately have the power to convert our children 
or to cleanse their sinful hearts or to keep them in God's grace. That's God's work alone. We know that. But he has still summoned us to labor here, having a very important role in their rescue. There are, after all, very basic things that Christian parents just do. We teach them the Ten Commandments word for word. And we explain what those commandments mean to them. We pray the creed and the Lord's Prayer at home. We teach them about the sacraments, about the word of absolution, spoken from the pastor as from God himself. We expound upon the meaning and significance of holy baptism in their lives and the benefits and the gifts of the Lord's Supper so that they may hunger and thirst for such a treasure. We remember, like Mary and Joseph, whether we are parents or Sunday school teachers even, that every child has been entrusted by God temporarily to our care. They have been given to us on loan, and someday they will be returned right back to him from where they came. Like Mary and Joseph, by God's grace, we should at least be able to say, we taught them your word, O Lord. We brought them to your house. We brought them into your arms. We gave them to you. Now, can we be guilty of the spiritual neglect of our children? Of course we can. Do we fall short in our vocation? We do. But praise be to God, there is forgiveness for us all, for Mary and for Joseph, and to every Christian family called to be holy. By the grace of God, there is forgiveness. Praise be to God. In our gospel this morning, it's the boy Jesus in the temple, and there are instructions there not just for parents, but for children as well. Consider, after all, that the Son of God could have entered into the world as a full-grown adult, but he didn't want to do this. He wanted to be a child, to know all the sufferings that go along with childhood too, and there are many sufferings that go along with that. To know what it's like to have bullies, to know what it's like to be left out, and a thousand other hardships of childhood. But he also wanted to go through all of that that we did in order to redeem us from the sins of our childhood, which are many. And second, he wanted to give us an example and a model of a godly childhood and a holy life for all of us children to emulate. So first off, as a child, Jesus loved coming to church. And we can learn from that. And right up there with the mystery of the incarnation is this, that he who is wisdom incarnate He who is God of God and light of light 
he goes to catechism class, much like everyone else. This morning, we see him sitting among the teachers, discussing the Word of God, listening to them and asking them questions in return. May we all pray and labor for the same with every child of this congregation, that they would all follow in our Lord's footsteps and not turn away, loving the Word of God, coming to catechism, and coming to Bible study every single week. And may we all serve as examples of this, to hold the Word of God sacred, and to gladly hear and learn it with every opportunity that's available to us. There is more encouragement for children as well here. When our Lord left the temple to finally go home with his parents, we have one sentence, one sentence only that describes the whole of our Lord's entire childhood. Okay? Our text says that Jesus went home with Mary and Joseph and submitted to them. Think about that, why don't you? He who created the heavens and the earth, who cast the stars into place and upholds the whole creation by his word, he does his chore list. And he cheerfully submits to the hidden majesty within his mother Mary and with his guardian, Joseph, his father. For all of you children out there, your ears should really perk up here. God, he promises so many blessings for all of those who honor their parents, who serve and obey them no matter how difficult they may be. So many blessings to those who love and cherish their parents despite their shortcomings. May we all, with God's help and with God's forgiveness, do this very thing, knowing in our hearts that it pleases God and it imitates the childhood of our blessed Savior, Jesus Christ our Lord. Finally, our Lord's response this morning really says it all. When Mary and Joseph find him in the temple, Jesus says, why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? In our first reading this morning, Solomon is dedicating that beautiful temple that he built, and later the glory of the Lord would fill the temple of the Lord in the form of a cloud. But now Jesus, who is the glory of the Lord in the flesh, enters the temple to show that he is himself the everlasting temple and the very eternal dwelling place of God. Our Lord, he enters the temple at the time of the Passover, all to show us that he is the sacrificial lamb of God who comes to take away the sins of the whole world, to bless and sustain all of our families. This morning, Jesus was found by his parents after three days, just as he would later rise from the dead on the third day and be found by his disciples, also that the favor of God would rest also upon us with all of his grace and mercy. Today, we remember that Jesus grew up within a household, within a family, 
And it is within the household and family of God that is within his church that the Lamb of God is given to you from his cross and from his altar. And it is within his church, his household, that the blood of this Lamb now protects you from the devil and from death and from hell. Mary and Joseph, for a time, lost Jesus. And we too should fear nothing in this poor life of labor except losing him. That should be our only fear. So therefore, let us never forget where he is to be found, in the house of the Lord and within the temple of his church. For here is your true home and your true family in Christ Jesus. It is here where he lays out a feast of salvation for you and for all of the children here. It is here that your anxious heart and troubled mind are granted peace and Sabbath rest in him who loves you. And it is here that you are raised up with him to enjoy the eternal fellowship of the Blessed Trinity and the love of the Holy Family to which you all belong. In the name of Jesus, amen. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.